Welcome to the Platform Podcast, where we talk to coaches, athletes, experts, and real people to learn about their approaches to training, nutrition, mindset, and much more. I am your host, Jordan Kundi Wright, founder and head coach of the Twin Cities Kettlebell Club, and our mission is to become our best selves through sport. This episode is brought to you by the American Kettlebell Lifters Union, a 501c3 whose mission is to provide a voice for lifters across the USA. For the lifters, by the lifters. If you haven't signed up yet, click the link in the episode notes for 25% off an annual membership. Your membership supports uniform costs for athletes representing the USA at the WKSF World Championships and the growth of our sport across the country. You'll receive member benefits like discounts on many brands through Expert Voice, discounts on event registration, coaching, and more. So, if you haven't signed up, please do so. In this episode, we're going to look back on the 2023 WKSF North American Championship to recap some of the awesome performances, the feedback we've received, changes that have been made from previous bouts of feedback, uh, and really just retrospecting on the event. I'm incredibly grateful that you listen to this podcast, and the best way you could support me is to go ahead and give me a like, subscribe, and a follow help me spread the word for the platform podcast and stay tuned for information about next year's 2024 North American championship. Just go to our website, twincitieskettlebellclub.com for more details. And if you haven't already, please be sure to leave a rating and review in your app of choice and support my work by supporting the sponsors that I've listed above. And if you want help reaching your goals without wasting time, please fill out the coaching interest form linked in the show notes. I help athletes of all levels reach their goals without wasting time using my integrated coaching approach. You can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Twin Cities Kettlebell Club or email me at TwinCitiesKettlebellClub at gmail.com. Now, let's step onto the platform and do a retrospective on the 2023 WKSF North American Championships. All right. Welcome in to this week's episode of the Platform Podcast. I am back after taking a little bit of a break after the Twin Cities Kettlebell Open. Scratch that. <laughs> the WKSF North American Championships. Uh, sorry, old habits die hard, I guess. Um, yeah, it, it's uh, it's been a minute. Uh, taking, taking a few weeks off. It was uh, a, a really fun event. Um, and so... This episode, we're going to do another retrospective. Um, we did a retrospective on the 2022 Twin Cities Kettlebell Open, um, which was which was really useful. And I find these episodes actually really fun. Um, this is something that I do in my in my career. Um, you know, I'm a scrum master by trade and training, and uh, do a lot of do a lot of project delivery. And uh, one of the things that we like to do is is retrospectives because it's a way to um, gather lessons learned so that you can ensure that you have uh, perpetual improvement. You can celebrate the things that went well, um, focus on the things that that, uh, can be improved, and continue to make the event 
better and better each year by taking the time to actively reflect on it. Um, you know, and so that's what we're going to do in this, in this episode. And it's not just my opinion. Um, I sent out a, a, a feedback survey to everyone who participated in the North American Championships and got a whole bunch of responses. So thank you to everybody who has, has given feedback. Um, and uh, once again, it was, it was almost entirely overwhelmingly positive, which makes me feel really good um, because uh, we work really hard um, to make this as good of an event as possible. And, you know, just like the mission of the club is to, to become our best selves through sport, I am also trying to have this event be the best event that people uh, attend. I really want it to be to set the standard, um, you know, for for kettlebell competitions in the U.S. And, and I hope that we are accomplishing that and that we're perpetually getting closer in that and that we continue to raise the bar on what people expect out of out of quality competitions um i would be remiss if i didn't call out the people that helped me make that happen um specifically i want to call out the sarah's doctor the doctor sarah's dr sarah summers and dr sarah fornero doing so much work behind the scenes with um the event registration communication the spreadsheets the ranks inputting results um answering questions all of those things um and then matt boris also um who, who flew in from Canada and was the head judge of the competition this year because he's uh, was unable to participate himself. So he volunteered. Uh, well, I asked him and he said yes. I asked him to be the head judge so that I could focus on, on running the competition uh, and, and coaching my athletes and not have to worry about conflicts of interest um, and also be able to be there to, to answer any questions for people. So um, Matt really stepped up and took that load off of my plate as well. So uh, many hands make for light labor, but particularly, um, I want to particularly thank those three people, but there are a, a whole bunch of other people that, that helped as well. Um, so I just want to thank everyone who helped me run this event and deliver this event. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. From the bottom of my heart, it, it makes it, um, it makes it so much easier, much less stressful, and it, it's gen, it's genuinely fun um, to do it when you get to do it with people that you uh, love spending time with and uh, that know what they're doing and are um, not afraid to tell you <laughs> when you're messing up or what they need from you. So it's great. It's great teamwork, and uh, I love doing it. And I can't I can't wait to to go up to Riddlestruck and help uh, help Matt and Sarah uh, up at Riddlestruck in Canada in in August or uh, next year. So. You know, we've, we've got a nice little dream team uh, of people that seem to really understand how to run good competitions, and we're getting we're getting more and more practiced at it. So hopefully, you guys are feeling that um, in in the uh, in the event itself. So, all right, <clears throat> now that I've gotten some of those thank yous out of the way, it's always a good place to start from. I always like to start from gratitude. Um, I also want to express gratitude to all of our sponsors. Um, and one of the pieces of feedback that we got is, is people love the prizes that we give away. Um, I think it's, uh, it's pretty impressive um, how, many, how many sponsors step up and, and give things to us. So Barefoot Athletics... Um, they, their mission is optimizing the human to ground interface. They make rugged minimalist shoes, um, that I absolutely freaking love. I just got a new pair of their Bruins, which are like, a uh, an anatomically shaped work boot that is made from all real leather and has a thick rugged sole on it. I, I've been wearing them pretty much every day since I got them. They are 
flipping awesome. Um, I'm currently wearing a pair of the Ursus, which are my my go-to uh, barefoot training shoe, which are great for like deadlifts, power any anything powerlifting related. Um, you know, so I really love I really love what Barefoot uh, does and the products that they make. And um, you can use code TCKB for ten percent off. They gave us six one hundred dollar gift cards. Um, we had Chris Guile, um, Jackie Kachuk, um, Stacy Gutsky, Joe Dickinson, Millie Davenport, and Lisa Frank all won a one hundred dollar gift card. So thank you to Barefoot Athletics, um, CK Maceworks, and Nathan Cambron once again stepped up and uh, provided custom plate loadable maces or clubs. Um, so it's the choice of the people who win it. And um, Gavin Harding won one. He is. Uh, he is the youngest lifter that we had. He's the son of Tim Harding, um, who's here in the Twin Cities. And it was really cool seeing him step on the platform and do his first competition set. He, he used one of Moses Dunga's uh, 4K kids' bells and did an awesome uh, one-arm long cycle set. It was so cool to see. And he, he seemed to really have a good time doing it. And then he won a prize, too, which is, which is awesome. Uh, and then Brenna Thompson... Um, who's local here as well, also also won uh, a, a club from CK Maceworks. So um, she had another stellar performance uh, I'll talk about a little bit later. Um, Kettlebell Kings gave us a $150 gift card. I think pretty much everybody knows who Kettlebell Kings uh, is in this space. Uh, they they are the, the premier brand for uh, competition kettlebells in the United States. Most That's going to be what you're going to see at most competitions. Um, great supporter of ours. Um, love the guys at Kettlebell Kings. Um, and Judy DeMuro won that $150 gift card. Um, you can use code TCKB for 10% off at Kettlebell Kings as well. Um, Living Fit um, sponsored the, the cash purse for the lifters this year. Um, so that was fantastic. They're, they're a great source to get everything that's not a kettlebell <laughs> that you need to use uh, in training. So they have barbells, they have dumbbells, they have weight vests, they have uh, bands and mobility tools and all sorts of stuff. So uh, as well as training and as well as uh, certification. So if you're not aware, I'm a uh, level four master coach with Living Fit. I'm a co-host of the Living Fit podcast. So I, I moonlight there as well. Um, having fun with uh, my guy, Mike Silverman, dropping episodes there. But um, they're a great sponsor, great supporter as well. So um, thank you again to Living Fit. Um, use code TCKB for 10% off there as well. Morpheus Training Systems. Um, they're here in, uh, well, one of them is here in the Twin Cities, uh, and, and uh, Joel Jameson is definitely not, but um, it just so happens that, that Dan Hubley um, is, is here in the Twin Cities, and uh, he gave us three of their M7 heart rate monitors uh, to, to give away. And when you pair that with their, their training app, um, it, it allows you to do uh, tr- smarter training because you you measure your you measure your recovery every morning and it automatically adjusts your heart rate zones. Um, and then if you're an if you're a coach like me, they have a, a platform for uh, for coaches, an app where you can actually see how your athletes are doing on their HRV, how they're trending longitudinally, how they're doing on their steps, how they're doing on their heart rate training, um, et cetera, et cetera. So it's an awesome awesome tool. I'm I'm loving it and the more athletes that I get onto it and the more consistent data I get from it, the more I really enjoy it. And it's, it has significantly influenced how I, um, program, um, 
for my athletes now. So I'm, I'm incorporating it at a deeper and deeper level all the time. So it's really, really cool uh, platform. Um, and so we had Marcin uh, Kuziol, one, one of those. I'm sorry if I'm butchering anybody's names. <laughs> um, that was Marcin, one, one, one of those. Mary Alice Barger and then uh, Kim Fox. I can't wait to see what Kim Fox is going to do with uh, a new heart rate monitor. <laughs> she, I'm sure she's going to come up with some awesome new um, training protocols um, for, for herself or her athletes. So it's good stuff there. Pro Kettlebell. Um, once again, stepped up and, and gave uh, awesome prizes to give away. They gave a pair of their a pair of their uh, kettlebells away, so you could choose either an At- Atlas or Apollos. Um, and I know uh, Dave Cibuhar, um, local here, won uh, won a pair of those, and so he I know he got two uh, 24 kg. Um, Apollos, <laughs> I always mess up. I always mess up the. Uh, I, I always conf- conflate Atlas and Apollo. The Apollo is actually the larger one. Um, so, you know, uh, he won a pair of those, and I know he loves those. And then uh, Xander Friedland and Keith Friedland um, each won a pair of the Level Up Magnetic Chip Weights. Um, and so it was great. It was great to see a father son father son duo uh, won the won the the chip weights. So they they'll now have uh, one and two kilo magnetic chip weights to uh, enhance their uh, incremental loading of their kettlebells. So that's awesome. And of course, all that stuff with Pro Kettlebell is made here in the USA. Um, You can use code TCKB for 10% off there. Um, And then uh, our friends from Sorensen Strong. um, So Bill and Steph Sorensen here uh, out in Eden Prairie, um, they make custom Indian clubs and gatas and maces. Um, so they, they make wood Indian clubs and uh, laser engraved the the WKSF North American Championship logo on on the clubs, which was really really cool. Bill sent me a video of that, and it's uh, it's actually it's one of those like really cathartic to watch types of videos that uh, I've probably watched more times than <laughs> than I can than I can recount. But it was it was great. And uh, Steve Rustin um, won those, uh, another one of my lifters, and he put up a freaking epic performance i'm going to talk about a little bit more um you know and then viking performance chalk they are back which is great i love seeing that brand has been resurrected um and there was definitely uh an an uptick in the quality of the chalk um so i they they've the, the new relaunch brand has really focused on um, what they call pharmaceutical grade um, chalk. I don't know what that means. I'm assuming it has a higher purity than, than other stuff. But what I can tell you is that Valhalla dust um, that I used is, is freaking awesome. It is super fine. It adheres to the handles really well. It adheres to your skin really well. Um, and people were really excited about it. and I, I'm not going to lie, like I've never been a big chalk guy um, until I started using <laughs> Until I started using this Valhalla dust, and now I really, I really like it. So I, I use, I use it uh, on my handles now all the time. Um, it, it's been, it's been a little bit of an adjustment, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's good stuff. I really, really like it. Um, it was definitely uh, challenging. It's so fine. It was challenging for us to get it all cleaned up, um, but uh, yeah, it is awesome, an awesome, awesome product. So if you need chalk, Viking uh, is a great option. Um, use code TCKB. Um, for 10% off there as well. Now, as we dive in on the winners of the, the purse, the cash, the cheddar, the people who really came in and, and put in top performances. So um, we had Tom Dade was the top male coefficient, and he won $150 for, uh, for that. And then 
Andrea Lavoie was the top female coefficient, which makes it back to back to back wins for her. Now we did change we did change the way we give out prizes a little bit. Um, previously, I had just done a first, second, and third based you know for for total coefficient, um, and didn't do any division by gender or anything like that. But um, because uh, Living Fit helped me sponsor the, the, the prize pool. I was able to, to change how we, we divvy up the money and, uh, and give out a little bit more to a few more people. Um, so Andrea, we, we now do a top male coefficient, top female coefficient, uh, a top total, and then best new lifter. Um, and so Andrea won top female coefficient again. Um, so she is champ, champ, champ. And uh, hopefully she'll come back for uh, next year and maybe she can go champ, 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 champ. Um, but we'll see. We'll see if she can make it and uh, we'll see if anybody can beat her. Uh, challenges, the challenges out there to be the, the top female coefficient. She's, she's kind of ruling that roost. So um, she's, been, she's been doing awesome. And then Greg Anderson, um, the local legend here, won 150 bucks for the top total. That's two years in a row now that he's, that he's won a prize. Um, top total just is raw total of poundage lifted. And since he did, <laughs> since he did a 30-minute uh, set and put up a really, really good number, he lifted a lot of weight, unsurprisingly. Um, and then Shelly Ald won 50 bucks for the best new lifter, which is voted on by a committee of the judges, not chosen by me. Um, she had a, a stop set in her first uh, set because she didn't understand uh, she didn't understand the, the rules on 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 one arm events. She thought she could switch as often as she needed to, which is the case in in marathon, um, but not when you're doing less than marathon time distance. And so she was um, she was unfortunately given a stop set, uh, and then because we had a scratch in a later in a later set we asked her if she wanted to to give it another go and and try again um since now she understood the rule and um so we we put her back into the flight schedule and she was able to to recalibrate and reset her and and, and step up into a really good performance um and she she was able to finish her first her first ever competition set she did a five minute set she got zero no counts and uh understood the the rule so she she uh was able to to complete the set and um we just thought it was super impressive that she was able to do that without uh without uh any issues right it's it's hard to <laughs> it's hard to get a stop set and then uh bounce back from that so we're really really proud of her and she she did an awesome awesome job Kettlebell Dranga, thank you for joining the battle for the North American Championship. You fought bravely and earned your glory. Thank you again to all of our sponsors. Living Fit sponsored the purse. Barefoot Athletics provided six gift cards worth $100 each. Pro Kettlebell provided two kettlebells and one pair each of one kilogram and two kilogram level up magnetic chips. Kettlebell Kings gave a $150 gift card. CK Maceworks provided two plate loadable maces or Indian clubs. Morpheus Training did three M7 heart rate monitors. Sorensen Strong, one pair of 1.5 pound Indian clubs engraved with the WKSF North American Championship logo and Viking Performance provided the chalk that we use at the competition. I hope you will join us again next year. Please stay tuned for announcements and updates for next year's event. Thank you again for competing bravery 
may your name forever live out in the Hall of Champions. All right. So now that we've talked about who the winners were, let's get into some of the other highlights from uh, from the retrospective, right? So um, I'm actually going to start with uh, with with some of the improvements, areas of improvement that were called out last year um, that that I called out in in the previous episode. So um, one of the pieces of feedback was um, that the platforms were too slippery. So hopefully y'all liked the new platforms. Um, these were not built by me in my garage like uh, the previous platforms. These ones were built by uh, Hamilton Woodworking here in Minnesota, and he's a woodworking architect, and they are foldable platforms that can uh, load bear like ten thousand pounds, <laughs> and they're they're awesome. They're they're three quarter inch Baltic birch folding platforms that are uh, standard, uh, 1.5 meter squared with a rubber insert, so not slippery, solid as a rock, um, and uh, they were awesome awesome platforms. And I got, I got really good feedback on, on the platforms. I love them. Um, and I got really good feedback on the platforms from the, the lifters there. So that was a piece of feedback I received last year that we actioned. Um, you know, another piece was, uh, focus on getting more in-person lifters. I don't have a ton of control over that. Um, I, I'm working on networking and, and things like that. And um, we, But we did have more in-person lifters than, than we did um, last year. So the event continues to grow. We had more total lifters. We had more in-person lifters. Um, so, so the event does, does continue to grow. And we had a we had a better proportion of in-person versus virtual lifters. Um, and I will say that the WKSF not accepting video submissions for rank might help influence um, that a little bit. I hope that people want to come just by virtue of how fun the event is, how well run it is, the quality, um, et cetera. So I, I hope that that is uh, the case, but uh, we will probably continue to always offer uh, virtual lifting just because there are people who need that in order to have access to compete. Um, it's just not feasible for, for some people um, to, to travel very often to, to compete just because of cost or where they live, um, you know, et cetera. But um, I do want to continue growing the footprint for in-person lifters. But we did that, so I can check that box. Um, another piece was uh, a better judging standards meeting. And I can take very little credit on this. Um, Matt Boris and I uh, did align on, on the bullet points of the meeting and the structure of the meeting, but he was the one who delivered it. I was actually out running errands, um, picking up some last minute things that were needed for setup um, that that uh, I had missed. And he ran the judges meeting without me. Um, so he, he did a great job. We got great feedback on it. Um, so we, we did have a better judges standard meeting. And we also um, certified a whole bunch of judges prior to, to the competition. So we actually have now um, coming into the competition, there was only two WKSF certified judges in all of North America. Now there are 10. Um, so we, we got a whole bunch of people certified um, uh, 
in um, actually, I think there's 11 now counting counting Pam Wheat um, in in Canada from CKA. So um, we have a whole bunch more certified WKSF judges to pull from, um, and. We had a better, a better judging standards meeting, um, so thank you to Matt for that, for delivering a, a clear and concise judging standards meeting, and uh, thank you to Judy DeMuro for doing the, the judging certification that she did and answering all of our questions ahead of time so that we could communicate uh, in a clear and concise, and concise fashion, so... Um, yeah, really appreciated that. And then uh, another piece of uh, improvement from, from last year was that uh, we needed to improve uh, the audio on the live stream. And so we worked with uh, Michael from the Athlete Lab and actually directly fed the audio from my computer into the live stream through uh, the Rodecaster soundboard, which is what I use here on my podcast. But he has one as well for the for the studio. So we had direct uh, feed of the audio from the mic and from the music directly into the live stream. So the audio quality on the live stream was significantly better. Um, now I have a different problem to solve, which is that uh, YouTube has filed a whole bunch of copyright um, because we have music playing, <laughs> right? Uh, we have music playing the whole time and there are multiple copyright claims for, for music from the live stream. Um, so the, the video of the live stream is not on YouTube right now because I have to resolve those copyright uh issues so that or I just have to mute the entire video which it's like a five hour video um and I assume people kind of want to hear <laughs> hear the the results but um that's neither here nor there that is uh we did improve the audio um so we'll we'll say the <laughs> we'll save the the issues for for the things to improve on for next year um but um People also said last year that it was a, a bit too loud. We adjusted we adjusted levels a little bit. I will say that Michael tends to like things loud. That is just his uh, bias. He is biased towards louder music. Um, <laughs> there was a little bit of back and forth where where he would turn it up and I would turn it down, and <laughs> we we did settle on a level so that it was not too loud. But uh, it was so you know um, I guess we we improved on the areas of improvement that were identified from last year, um, we, we identified and fixed, I think all of those hopefully. And, um, you know, we'll get into, we'll get into that, uh, as well for, for next year. So what are the areas of improvement, um, for next year? Well, number one was, uh, fix, uh, data integrity issues. So the too long didn't read version for people that, uh, that want to know is, uh, for some reason, the form that was on my website, um, there was a few people who submitted forms, and I saw that their registration form came in and had their, and we received their payment. Um, but when I would pull the report of registered lifters um, from my from my website, there were people who weren't in that report. So we had some just some data integrity issues, and so there were people who, because I pull that because I pull that report to generate my email list for communication, um, I. I tend to uh, use the data that's there, right? So I used that to populate that email list, and uh, it didn't, it, it wasn't accurate. There were there were holes in the data, um, so there was there was a handful of people who missed out on all of the pre-event communication and. So on the event feedback survey, I saw a few people um, in the with the question, you know, one to five of how, how much event, how much information did you receive prior to the event? There was a few people that gave us a one, probably only because they couldn't give us a zero because they weren't on the email list through no fault of their own. <laughs> um, so um, that's obviously something that I definitely need to fix. So I apologize if you were one of those people who didn't get um, 
if you didn't get the pre-event communication, I promise it wasn't intentional. <laughs> it was a data integrity issue, and I didn't realize it uh, until um, until we were putting together the flight schedule, and and we're there were people who were uh, asking us for for their flight information, and they weren't on our they weren't on our spreadsheet. Um, so, um, yeah, that is. That is a problem when you have data integrity issues. So that is one that we will address for next year. I can 100% uh, guarantee you that. So um, another another issue was um, unexpectedly uh, is I needed a fourth platform and timer. <laughs> um, I got three because we had done two platforms uh, last year, and uh, and and decided to do. Um, decided to do uh, three new platforms this year and I ended up using a fourth platform um, for or actually I'm sorry we, we did use three platforms last year I think uh, <laughs> but uh, we used two the first year three last year and then I didn't realize that we were going to need a fourth this year um, the 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 numbers the numbers came in a lot of registration came in late so the the numbers came in later than I could get in a fourth platform made by uh, Hamilton Woodworking so um, we ended up reusing one of the platforms from the previous year but based on the feedback I did make sure that I put a rubber topper on on top of it so that it wasn't uh, slippery um, so it was not a it's not a slippery uh, surface and it, it is actually a, a still a large lifting surface it's four foot by four foot um, all of which is rubber coated so the whole so the whole lifting area is larger but it was not a not a standard size 1.5 meter uh, lifting platform um, so and we also had to use my uh, iPad as as the fourth timer because it didn't have a fourth timer for that for that plat that fourth platform we needed that fourth platform because we had a lot more people sign up for uh, half marathon lifts and uh, just a, a lot of people that signed up last minute so um, I will have uh, a fourth platform and timer for next year um, so that we can so that we can run more so that we can run more platforms if, if necessary um, so that that or we can run the same amount of platforms as we ran but that they will all be the same. Uh, quality uh, and the same the same equipment on on each platform. So, uh, I apologize for that. I, I did not anticipate um, needing a fourth this year. Um, so, I will I will make sure we remedy that for next year. Uh, another another thing was um, photographer videographer. For, for next year I didn't I didn't have a photographer this year um, last year my mother <laughs> my mother did it the year before that Bobby Hicks did it um, but I think uh, moving forward I'm just going to hire uh, a dedicated uh, photographer videographer to make sure that there are plenty of videos and photos now obviously we've all got our phones and everybody's taking pictures and, and everything and I did put a G a shared G drive where where anybody who is there can upload their photos but that is not the same as having a professional who is going around with a good camera and their entire focus the entire time is capturing moments and uh, taking photographs and, and videos. So um, that is something that we will we will make sure we address. Um, another miss from my part was um, not having vegan food options available for uh, for the post uh, for the post uh, post competition uh, happy hour. I apologize, especially to Sarah Summers. Um, that was just a miss on my part. Um, because Steve Riddle wasn't there, <laughs> there wasn't anybody in my head that I was like, oh, I need to make sure that they have vegan options. Um, but Sarah doesn't eat dairy because it doesn't agree with her. And I knew that. But And, of course, there are other people who um, probably don't, don't uh, eat 
dairy or so I just need to have I need to have other options available make sure that I cover the swath so that is on me I will own that one raise my hand say sorry um, that's my bad so we'll make sure we have vegan food options for next year um, chalk containment was another one we're gonna we're gonna have to we're gonna have to work on that the the Viking chalk is so fine it gets everywhere awesome for the handles um we just need to be a little bit more conscientious as guests um because it was quite a pain for for the athlete lab um to to help clean that up and it took him several passes to to get the chalk out so um i need to do a better job on chalk containment we've got some ideas on that um we're we're brainstorming so uh, there might be a chalking tent next year to keep the the tent to keep the chalk contained in an enclosed area (laughs) um so um yeah a tent within a tent on a tarp inside of a building um to make sure that chalk is contained like a like a contagion um so (laughs) that that is going to be one uh one thing that we do um and then last but not least um we, we need to not be so close to the Mr. America competition. There was another competition, another AKLU qualifier the weekend before um, in Atlantic City, um, and they had like 60 lifters uh, lift at that. So um, I know that we would have had more people. There, there were people that told me they were going to come to my competition until they saw that there was one the weekend before that was closer to them. Um, so probably just need to be a little bit more strategic about not uh, lining up dates so close to one another so that people can uh people can more people can attend um either or both right and uh so those were some of the items that that came out of areas of improvement for last year uh, or for next year out of out of the feedback from from the survey and some of the areas that we got from from last year's survey which um you know i checked those boxes so i will once again make sure that we we continue to check the boxes and that the uh that the comp gets gets better and better and better so um but i don't want to end on a negative note so what are the highlights what are the things that went well that is what we are going to close on. Uh, so first, uh, first and foremost, the venue continues to get really, really high feedback ratings on the, on the survey. So um, thank you to Kate and Michael from the Athlete Lab. People love the venue. They love the facility. It's pristine. It's clean all the time. There's ample space. There's a separate warm-up area. There's plenty of equipment available um, you know, for people to warm up. It's a, it's a nice big venue. Um, there are ba- multiple bathrooms, you know, et cetera. So people love it. Um, the venue is fantastic. So thank you um, to the Athlete Lab for letting us, uh, for letting us be there again. And uh, we hope to be back there again in, in 2024. Um, prizes was another piece of feedback. I already, I already talked about that earlier in the, in, in the episode. So I won't, <clears throat> I won't, uh, I won't belabor that point anymore, but the prizes are, prizes are super valuable and, and people really appreciate that, that we give away so many prizes, um, and that we do it in raffle format rather than, um, that everybody, you know, I mean, the, that only the people who have the best lifts win anything. Um, that, that kind of always seemed, that always seemed a little counterintuitive to me. It's like the people who are the best lifters probably already have, you know, a belt and all the equipment and stuff. So it's, it's really when you're a new lifter that you uh, make all the investments in getting new equipment and stuff. So uh, anything that you can, that you can win from sponsors um, obviously helps. So thank you again to our sponsors for sponsoring those prizes. Uh, the MC 
uh, Michael from from the Athlete Lab again. Uh, he is a great MC. He is comfortable behind a microphone and he knows what he's doing and he brings a ton of energy. He's super positive um, and keeps keeps the people hyped and uh, is just just a great just a great MC. So I really enjoy having Michael uh, MC the event for us. Um, so thank you again for Michael for doing that. Um, the playlist. I was really this was a this was a, a, a moment of pride for me. I got a couple of people uh, commented that the music they loved the music that was being played. Um, I actually it's it's my own curated playlist of it's you know it's not it's like three hundred plus songs at this point, um, but it's it's stuff that I like to lift to, and it's a mix of things rock and roll mostly, but uh, you know there's some rap there's some. There's some other stuff in there, but it's it's all it's all upbeat, uh, you know, faster faster beats per minute, and uh, you know, there's a few of them are pretty vulgar, so I might need to <laughs> I might need to make a few might need to make a few edits, um, you know, um, but uh, for the most part, it's uh, it's a fun playlist, and uh, so it's called TCKB Lifting. If you want to, it's a public playlist on Spotify. Um, you can you can go check it out. Um, but uh, yeah, so I was really proud to get uh, to get positive feedback about about the playlist because that was just uh, you know affirmation of my of my musical taste with uh, at least with the people that uh, that that said that they liked it. Uh, I didn't get anybody that said that they hated the playlist, so that's good. <laughs> um, uh, another another uh, positive was uh, setup and teardown went 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 really fast. Uh, like I alluded to earlier, like we're, we're getting better and better at running competitions. We, we just know what we're doing more now. And the crew, um, between the Sarah's Matt, myself, we, we've, we've run a few competitions now. Um, and we're getting, we're getting pretty, we're getting pretty fast at it as a team. Um, you know, and, uh, that is great. So, um, <clears throat> now on to like the performances and, and the, some of the, some of the stats. So the things that I'm, that I'm like, really excited about this is what I really care most about um is how people how people showed up and lifted and um did we provide did we provide a, a venue that allows for do we provide an environment that allows for people to to perform at their best um and and I can say that that we had a bunch of really solid performances that I'm really really proud of so um there were 42 42 qualifying lifts for the USA team um so this this event was WKSF North American championship. There will be the WKSF world championships hosted in Poland in June. And in order to make the USA team for the AKLU, um, you have to, you have to post a qualifying lift, um, in, in your, in your weight class and, and in your event. So, um, there were 42 lifts that qualified at this, at this event, which is, which is an awesome, awesome number. Um, a lot of people put up really solid performances, um, that qualify them to, to represent the, the USA in Poland, if they so choose. Um, so <clears throat> I hope that they do because there were just some just awesome, awesome performances. And, uh, yeah, I'm really proud of that. We've got a lot of qualifying lifts that, that happened at this event. So, and being as it's a qualifier, that was part of the point. So really, really excited. Um, <clears throat> another one for me, it's, it's always so cool to see kids lift. Um, so seeing, so seeing Gavin Harding step up and do his first, uh, his first set, uh, in kettlebell sport and have a good time and tell his dad that he wants to do it was just awesome. Um, so seeing Gavin get up there, that, that kids division, I, I wanted to, I wanted to see it grow this year. Um, unfortunately my, my daughter had hockey and couldn't do it. So, and she hadn't been training for it. She's been doing softball and hockey and, and 
doing a running club and all the stuff. And so she hasn't had a ton of time for kettlebell and, uh, I don't pressure her to do kettlebell. So she didn't do kettlebell this year. Um, which is, which is sad, but, uh, you know, Gavin did a great job, but I would love to have more kids participate. I really, um, would love to have a huge kids, uh, kids division, uh, in, in the future. So, um, yeah, I would love to see the kids division grow, but it was super cool seeing Gavin get up there and, and have a great time. Um, uh, Svetlana, Svetlana set an absolute North American record, uh, for females on 24 kilogram snatch. She did 181 reps with a 24 kg on snatch, which is awesome for anyone. Um, but like for, for women, especially that is an, uh, an incredible number. Um, like I can't. I can't hit that number. <laughs> like there, I've I've never hit 180 snatches with 24 kg, uh, and I've probably got 100 pounds on on Svetlana. Um, so, yeah, that was just just an incredible performance. She's a great lifter. Um, it was really really cool to see. Um, really fun. So yeah, seeing her um, set a, a North American record on snatch, and that's Master of Sport International class, which is the highest um, the highest rank you can achieve. So she put forward a performance that is at the highest standard possible. So, uh, you don't see that often, right? Like I, I've been to, I've been to many, many kettlebell competitions. I've hosted several. Um, I, I, I haven't seen very many, very many master of sport international class qualifying performances in any lift. Um, so she, she joins a very, uh, a handful, a handful of people that I've seen do an MSIC quality lift in person. Um, so they just don't happen that often. Um, so it was really, really cool to see. And it was just a, just a fucking awesome set. I mean, she absolutely crushed it. It was, it was great. Really, really impressive. Um, so she's such a strong lifter, um, especially in snatch. Um, but yeah, it was, it was just, yeah, it's great, great performance. Um, you know, and then, uh, I got to brag on some of my people. I'm, you know, I, I'm not a, I'm not a clout coach. I don't, I, this isn't about me. Um, but I got to brag on a couple of my people, particularly, uh, Brenna, Brenna Thompson and, and Steve Rustin. Um, they both did a uh, 10 minute triathlon, which not a ton of people are, are, uh, crazy enough to do a, a 10 minute triathlon. So, um, to, to do a 10 minute triathlon is, uh, is is yeah pretty intense and so steve steve did a 10 minute triathlon with 24 kg um so uh he got and he got uh he got rank one in uh in biathlon rank one rank one in triathlon rank one in biathlon and then if you took his long cycle uh as its own event he got rank two in that so um just just an awesome just an awesome awesome performance um and and he tore his hand really bad in snatch like to the point where it was bloody and and nasty um and uh Siebes, dave Siebihar, who's a who's a nurse um cleaned him up and, and took care of him so thanks Siebes, for doing that but uh he he, he did his he did 62 reps on his long, he saved long cycle for last um because he he wanted to know what he needed to hit with the the lift that he's the best at uh as his clincher um which could have backfired since he tore his hand in in snatch but the dude is tougher than nails and he just 
he just gutted it out. He super glued his he super glued his hand closed and did and and gutted it out and did sixty two reps. Um, did he needed he needed sixty or sixty one I think and he he did he just did an extra couple just to make sure that he hit the rank that he wanted to hit which was rank one in triathlon. Uh, he hit that and he qualified uh, for Poland and um, he he just narrowly missed having the top the top male coefficient. Um, and but. Uh, Super, super strong performance and really, really tough. Uh, it was gritty and, and gutsy. And I, But the, the thing I'm, like, super proud of, too, is he, he executed the plan to perfection. Like, we, we discussed his plan going into the lifts, going into the day, and he executed the pacing strategy to perfection, which put him in the position to, to get where he wanted to go on long cycle. Um, and and then he he was able to adapt that we were able to adapt the plan based on the adversity of tearing his hand in the comp and and he adjusted and was able to then hit another phenomenal performance i mean 62 reps is nothing to sneeze at but he's been able to do much more than that in training um and he's done more than that in competition on the 24s but um because of the hand tear we we intentionally were just like okay well you need 60 so we're just we're just going to come up with a plan that gets you to 60 and then once you know get a couple extra just to make sure and and then you can you can stop at any point after you've done that and um so he he hit his 60 second rep and he i think he was at like nine minutes i there was part of me that wanted, <laughs> that wanted to see him push that through that last minute but uh, i had given him permission to put the bells down at any point when you know um when when his hand couldn't take anymore and even if that cl- included just a couple minutes in because he had already qualified um for poland which was goal number one was to qualify for poland um and since he'd already done that in biathlon um i, I wasn't worried about if he if he if he put the bells down on long cycle, but, uh, that's not how, that's not how Steve's wired. So he, he gutted it out and, and put forward just an awesome, an awesome, uh, gutsy performance. Um, you know, Brenna, Brenna Thompson also did triathlon and she's, she's a stud. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how else, I don't know how else to say it. She's, she's just a stud. And, um, she, she had an amazing performance herself and, um, yeah, uh, she 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 just made it look easy. Honestly, like um, she even came out of it. She even came out of it, uh, you know, two days later and was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm ready to get back to lifting." She wasn't even she wasn't even that that sore. <laughs> so, you know, she uh, yeah she she just she just crushed it. Um, I it's always it's always so fun to watch her lift because she always makes it look so relaxed. Um, she never looks like she's panicking. Even she's maybe she is on the inside, but she's like a duck on a pond. Uh, you you never see you never see panic on her face. Um, she always she always puts up just solid solid numbers. And um, and another another one she she just executed the plan to to perfection. She she got rank one in biathlon and rank one in long cycle. Um, she she did ninety six reps in long cycle. So you know just just under a 10 rpm <laughs> pace you know 168 snatches and 116 jerks just just a, a just a kick-ass just a kick-ass performance you know um so it was it was really it was really fun to see and then you know andrea lavoy coming in and winning winning for the third time you know doing it virtual but uh when it went in for the third time on coefficient was great um heather Killius put up a master of sport um performance which 
Again, you don't see that often. I was actually really, I was more excited about it than Heather because I thought it was a new master of sport. Like I thought she wasn't master of sport yet. Um, and, and it was something that she already had achieved master of sport in. So, uh, so she, she wasn't, she wasn't nearly as, uh, as excited as, as I was about it, but, um, you know, that, that's okay. It was still, uh, it was still a really, it was still a really solid performance. Uh, David Beal had a, had a master of sport performance with, uh, with, with the long cycle on, on 28 kgs. Um, you know, there's, there's so many, there's just so many great performances. Um, more than I can, more than I can call out here, but w- one more I do more, one more that I do want to call out or two more that I do want to call out actually. Uh, uh, Sarah Summers, uh, had, had a great, had a great uh, session as well. She hit, um, was it master uh, CMS? I think yeah. She she hit CMS uh, in snatch and CMS in long cycle, um, which which was uh, which was awesome. Yeah, it was great. It was great to see she she hit she hit CMS uh, on that and had a had a really really solid performance with the 16s and. That was cool to see because she's been going for that for for a little while, and um, we thought that she hit MS on <laughs> on snatch, um, but uh, we there was a little uh, disconnect in our brains about what what numbers were needed on which table, so uh, she didn't she didn't quite hit it um, she didn't quite hit it on snatch, but uh, she still she still put up a great performance. Um, and then last but not least, um, Jessica DiBiase, which if you guys don't know who Jessica DiBiase is, go look her up. Um, she is one of the ice chamber, uh, ice chamber kettlebell girls, um, from out in Cali from, from back in the day, one of the OG, like badass lifting squads. Um, and it was particularly the women from this team were just fucking machines. And Jess is one of those people. Um, she at one point was the world record holder in 24 kg snatch for, for women. Um, she, she might still hold some records for her weight class. I'm not sure. Um, but she, she stepped away from competing for a while. She hadn't competed in, in quite a long time. Um, you know, raising kids and, and doing, pursuing other things and, um, you know, which is totally fine. But, um, she submitted a video submission with, with, uh, with, I think Lorna, Lorna Clydman is, is her coach. And, um, and I was, so excited. <laughs> I, I fanboyed out a little bit, honestly. Like I was like, Oh my God, Jess is back. It was, it was so excited. It was so exciting. And she put up a CMS, uh, on snatch in her, in her first competition back in, in, in years, her first time getting back, uh, on the platform. So I, I hope it was a super welcoming experience back for her and that she wants to keep, keep going because it, it's, it's great seeing the ambassadors of the sport, um, you know, continue, or at least to people to, that to me are the ambassadors of the sport in the U S um, you know, to see them, to see them come back and, and lift and to continue to lift at a high level is always super cool to me. So, uh, yeah, I nerded out a little bit when I saw Jess, um, put up her set and her set was just so solid. Um, you know, she's, she's not lifting the 24 right now, but, uh, just seeing her, just seeing her technique, um, you know, it's one of those, it's a bit like riding a bike for, for people that have, have done it at that level, um, to see how crisp her technique is still, um, after years of not competing, like 
it's only a matter of time. If she decides that she wants to get back into it uh, where she's competing, um, it's only a matter of time before she's going to be kicking ass uh, and breaking records again or hitting master sport again, master sport international class. Um, so it was just great to see Jess. And um, she's a great follow on, on the social medias as well. So uh, maybe I'm going to have to get her on this podcast. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to reach out to her. But um, anyways, um, if I didn't say your name, it's not because you didn't have an amazing performance. It's because there was there was too many there's too many great performances for me to call them all out here. Um, you know, with as with as many lifters as, as we had, so um, you know, it, it was it was great. There were so many people that that lifted uh, that lifted super super well, and um, yeah, I, I'm just I continue to come back to how awesome this community is and seeing the people getting to meet people in person for the first time that I've interacted with on, you know, on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, but, um, you know, and getting to see people that, that are, uh, that I have interacted with before, but haven't seen for a while or getting to see, you know, to see the people that I see regularly. Um, you know, the people from this community have become my closest friends, which, um, is, is amazing. I, I love, I love this community so much. I love this sport. Um, and if you haven't, stepped on the platform in person yet, I highly recommend giving it a shot because it just hits a little different. It just hits different than, than competing in your garage by yourself or <laughs> in your local gym by yourself. Uh, if you need to do that, there's nothing wrong with doing that. There's a reason we offer video submissions. Like I'm, I want the accessibility of the sport to, to stay super high. Um, but if, uh, if you have the chance and you have the means, um, I highly recommend getting to an in-person competition. Doesn't even have to be my competition. Um, I mean, obviously, I hope it is, but um, and I'm going to try and make sure that that you have a great experience if you come to my competition. But just step on the platform, get in front of people. Five minutes is enough, right? If if all you can do is five minutes, go do a five-minute set. Go do a couple of five-minute sets, right? Um, but get some experience lifting in person if you can, cause it is, it is so great. You're going to meet some great people. It's going to be so fun. Um, you're going to push yourself and you're going to find the fringes of your capability. That's one of the things I love about, uh, in person lifting, especially is you find the fringes of the cap of your capability. And then you're able to lean on the energy in the room and people yelling at you. And, and the fact that you don't want to embarrass yourself in front of all these people, uh, at least for me, um, it helps me push through through things that, that if I'm by myself in my garage, I, I can't quite push through as easily. So, um, yeah, I just, I hope you can get out for an in-person competition soon. And, uh, I hope that it's mine or if not, uh, it just go to any competition. You know, there are a lot of great comps out there. So, um, with that, that is the retrospective on the 2023 WKSF North American championships. I hope that it was useful for you and I hope to see you there again next year. And we will be back with a new episode again soon. Until next time, be well. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Platform Podcast. We'll be back with a new episode soon. Please be sure to leave a rating and review of the Platform Podcast in your app of choice. Support our work by supporting our affiliates. And of course, if you have questions or you want help reaching your goals, reach out to me. Till next time, thanks for listening.